Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist. Founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as the CEO of PR Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we talking about the annual physical exam or the wellness exam, which some of you may uh, be aware of, which I think is the most important exam that you have to do, especially if you want to live a well, healthy, and abundant life. But unfortunately, because of COVID-19, like so many other things, we're starting to notice that a lot of people are not going to get their annual checkup, are not going to get their annual wellness visit. And I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and I asked him when's the last time he got his and he kind of started stumbling with his words, which already kind of prompted me to say, you know what, I need to hop on uh, the podcast, the YouTube channel to say like, hey, Get your annual checkup, and here is why. So today we are talking about the annual checkup. We're going to talk about what goes on during the annual checkup, why it's so much more different than your regular visits, and why you need to be scheduling yours ASAP once you finish listening to the podcast episode. So like always, make sure you send this out to like five or ten friends, especially if you know they haven't gotten their annual physical exams. Uh, Let's get everyone healthy for 2021. Again, COVID is still here, but that does not make no excuses for us not to make sure the rest of our well being is being fully utilized. So um, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave us a five-star review, and let me know how I'm doing here on the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store, living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbarepierre.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You'll save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. I am your Shri Dr. Bayer Pierre, and today we are talking about the annual checkup, right? And why is that important? I know when you look on the news right now, any health-related website, everything has been about COVID. In fact, if you look on you know, my podcast and my videos, we've had a lot of COVID related discussion. Unfortunately, it is, you know, we're in a pandemic, so it makes sense uh, for us to talk about it. But I do not want us to forget about the annual checkup. And reason why I am focusing on it as a whole video is because what we've seen, again, like you, you should have known I was going to somehow tie COVID in here. What we've seen with COVID-19 is that a lot of people, whether their doctor, you know, went to telehealth, whether their doctor, you know, stopped seeing patients, a lot of people start going for their annual checkups. And what we're starting to see now, some data starting to show up now is that a lot of people are missing their routine screenings. A lot of people are missing their routine labs, medications not being refilled. So we really have to get back in uh, really, I guess, the norm of things, right? Especially when we come to think about our healthcare. Again, like I said, yes, COVID-19 is here. We're in a pandemic, but we cannot forget that there's a lot of other diseases 
on top of COVID-19 that if we don't take care of those can be, you know, can be much worse, right? Like, so let's, I want to focus on what to kind of expect going into the annual checkup, right? So of course, as a, as a male, right? Like there's, there's different things to expect as a man, there's various things to expect as a woman, right? And I'm obviously as an internist, I'm talking about older adults, right? I don't know what kids um, are expecting, right? Because again, I'm, you know, the, one of the reasons why I went into internal medicine is so I do not have to deal with like the kids related health problems. So we're talking about it from the adult perspective, what to expect going into your annual checkup. So I'll, I'll start with me. When I go, and first of all, when we think about when should we go, again, annual checkup is kind of, it's kind of in the name, once a year. Me personally, the way I remember to go get my annual checkup is because I usually do it around my birthday. So I know when my birthday is coming up, my annual checkup is coming up as well, too. And so that's how, especially if you're watching this video, you're trying to figure out like like how to start get things started. That's the easiest way to do so. Right. And when we think about the annual checkup, it's not like a regular doctor's visit. Right. Because typically if you go in, you have a cough, you have a cold, something, you know, something's hurting. You're going to see a doctor for it and he's going to deal with he or she's going to deal with that certain problem. Problem. But what that happens with the annual checkup is that we, especially as physicians, like we get together, we start thinking like, okay, based off everything that you have going on in terms of the medications you're taking, in terms of your age, in terms of your gender, I know there's certain things that need to happen, like that I need to kind of cover during this visit. So what you'll typically see is that your annual checkups are actually a lot longer than your regular visits. Your regular visits may be 15 minutes, we hope, but your annual checkup may be 25, 30 minutes, right? Because there's so much more that your doctor has to ask you, so much more that the nurse has to ask you, so much more questions that you have to answer yourself that you can't really get that done in 15 minutes. And what's what's the beautiful thing about it is that most insurance companies, um, a lot one day a lot more money, right, for the annual checkup, right? And then they a lot more time because they're they're saying, hey, you know what? We know you got a lot of things to go to. And, you know, we know you can't stuff everything in that 15 minute appointment. And we don't want you to stuff everything in that 15 minute appointment because we know out of all the appointments that you'll likely get throughout the year, your annual checkup or your wellness visit, what some people may call it, is the most important one. Because if you do well, and getting your annual checks up and getting your wellness visits, we know that that can save, especially if I'm thinking from an insurance company standpoint, that can save us a lot of money in the long run, right? So we we have no problem spending some money in the beginning, giving you some extra money, some time, right, to go take care of your patient, talk to your patient, ask all of these questions, because we know that if you ask the right questions and you spend enough time with your patients, then you won't end up costing us later. So that's what usually goes. So when I get mine, again, like I said, I usually get mine around my birthday, which is around December. So I usually get in and I am expecting to be for a while. So one of the first things that you do for every visit, obviously, is getting your blood pressure checked. And that may seem mundane. You may be thinking that you're just kind of passing the time to get to the room. But it's so important, right? Because knowing what your blood pressure is, knowing what your heart rate is, knowing what your pulse is, some docs uh, will actually take your oxygen level as well, too, depending on your history. Knowing what that is uh, can give the doctor a lot of great information, especially when you actually do end up seeing them in the room. So that's why it's important to make sure your vitals is always the first thing that is usually picked up uh, when you walk into your doctor's office, right? So for the annual checkup, so I like to break it up into gender and I like to break it up into age because depending on where you fall and which category you fall in will depend on which category of things we need to do. So typically as a wellness, like I'm asking you, you know what, how, how is your health in general, right? How are the things that you're doing as far as exercise, 
diet. I'll, you get a lot of, and the annual wellness visit is really big on education. Not really big on doing, even though there is some doing, but it's really big on education, right? So I'm going to find out, you know, how you're doing from an exercise-related standpoint, how you're doing from a health-related standpoint. If you're on any certain medications, how are you doing with those medications? More importantly, I'm asking even mental health-related questions, which is important. Like, how are you doing as far as stress? Right. How are you as far as doing depression? Like all of these things that we typically don't ask in your 15 minute appointment, because unfortunately we don't have the time. We're definitely going to ask during your annual wellness visit. Right. So you'll get a lot of those kind of like deep dive questions to try to figure out what's going on with you at home. What's going on with you at your health? Because we know like if we do a good enough job here, we'll do a great job towards the end of the year. So. As, as we ask those questions, finding out, you know, again, the medications working well, is there any issues, any stressors in your life? Again, a lot of times you, you, you may be surprised how often your doctors are asking about stressors in your life because again, uh, health is so multifaceted, right? Like if you're, if you're not, you know, if you're not physically fit, if you're not mentally fit, you're not spiritually fit, you're not going to do well, right? So your doctor typically will ask you or should. Right. This may be eye opener for a lot of people. Your doctor should be asking you these types of questions during your annual visit. Why? Because they have the time to do so. They get paid to do so. So they have that time to do it. So you typically get kind of those battery of questions. So it's a lot of questions that occur during your annual visit. Right. So be prepared. Right. Be prepared that this isn't going to be your typical appointment where you kind of run in and run out. Not this appointment here. Also, depending on medical history, there may be some um, physical exam things that you do, your doctor does that they typically don't do uh, during your regular visits, right? Especially if you're a man, right? Like, especially if you have age, right? You may be you may be getting what we call prostate check, right? We may be assessing, um, you know, if you have an enlarged prostate, right? And again, and that's again, that's just your regular general physician, right? For my women uh, patients and women, you know, uh, viewers and followers here, um, again, that's when we start asking you questions. Questions about you know whether uh, your your cycle is normal or whether you have a normal cycle or you know any issues with menstruation or any issues throughout the month right because we know not only do your wellness checkup right that's when you actually start worrying about getting your pap smears and that thing taken care of and we can we can have a whole conversation on making sure your pap smears and everything else is up to date as an internist like. Yes, I know a little women's health, but I know I don't know a lot of women's health. So I typically will bring on a, a guest to talk about uh, women's health in that regards, and we'll we'll do so. We'll definitely make sure to kind of touch base on it because we obviously don't want to leave um, such a huge contingent of the lunch learning community out, which is like I think majority of the lunch learning community members. Um, and again, probably like 55, 45 are women, right? So we definitely don't want to leave you guys out. So we'll definitely make sure we bring a couple of specialists on here just to kind of talk about just the, the annual wellness check, especially on you guys' side. So, uh, that being said, so, uh, fast forward. So we say we do some physical exam findings. Again, we've already talked about the blood pressure. We've already got a lot of mental related history uh, going on here. We want to kind of figure out how you do it mentally, right? Physical exam findings are for sure in, in our regards, right? And then just depending on the age bracket that you're in, it kind of cues us in to see like, is there certain blood tests that I need to do? Is there certain diagnostic testing that I need to do? Is there certain uh, specialists I need to send you to? Because it's, it's very important, right? Especially when we think about age related uh, treatment course, right? Which kind of ties into your social related history, right? Whether you're drinking alcohol, whether you drink, whether you smoke cigarettes, all of these things there can kind of lead us towards the end, right? Because again, we're, we're not 
quite at the end yet as far as what we need to do to get out uh, of the office. Because again, like I said, it is a much more longer visit than you're used to, but we are getting there. So typically, again, depending on the age, depending on some of your social history, you may need to see some other people, right? Especially, let's say you're of, of age, you're like 40 years old and you've never had a colonoscopy. Guess what? Like on this wellness checkup, I'm going to send you to the gastroenterologist to get your colonoscopy. Uh, again, we, we talked about if you're a woman, right? If it's time to get your uh, your, your uh, pap smear and your, your mammogram and all those types of things there, I'm going to send you to those people to get some of those stuff is done as well, too. And I think most importantly, what most people are usually um, aware of is kind of the blood testing that typically goes on. Now, again, what I love is that most insurance companies will cover a lot of the blood tests that typically occur during your annual visit, especially if your doctor kind of codes it correctly. Again, more technical babble, right, which we could talk to on a different level. But if your doctor quotes it correctly, right, when it's during an annual visit, a lot of those blood tests are um, actually free. That they actually are no cost to you. And again, I kind of mentioned how a lot of the insurance companies are like, hey, we'll spend this money here because we know if we take a good job, we take care of you good in the beginning, like we don't have to take care of you. Anyways, at the end, right? So a um, lot of stuff is a, a battery of tests that we can do, right? But there's like a family of testing that would typically always gets done. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, right? I, I even have like, so uh, especially the long-term members, like so my medicine Monday folks, right? We even have, we have a little props, right? So I got my, I got my, I got my whiteboard here, right? I got my whiteboard here just to kind of touch base on some of the more common tests that we always get. Like I tell you, if you're getting an annual visit, you're likely getting a lot of these battery tests. You're likely getting more depending on your medical history, but these are some of the battery tests that we typically get. So this first one here, right, is the CBC. What is the CBC? CBC is a complete blood count. What does that tell me as a health professional? One that can tell me if there's any signs of infection because your CBC has a white blood cell count. So if it's low or it's high, that could be some concern for some infection or any other related processes. I've had some patients in the hospital setting that we've actually diagnosed with cancer based off that test alone. Right. Based off that test alone and being so significantly abnormal, we're like, you know what? There's a high risk that you have cancer. So CBC is a very important test, which is why we always do it at every one. Um, a part of the CBC also includes your hemoglobin and your hematocrit. So those are your blood tests. So for all of those people who are anemic, right? You hear this all the time. Anyone who's anemic, this is the test that we do to test for your anemia and to test for how severe it is. Um, and then your, the other C, right? The final C, complete blood count is your platelet count. That's also another blood test um, that we show that if you have an abnormal uh, platelet count, you can have bleeding disorders, right? We talked about um, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, right? And when it got paused, one of the issues that caused it to pause is that it was causing patients to have a significantly low uh, platelet count. So yes, platelets are very important. Like, and if you cut yourself right now and you start bleeding, what causes you to stop bleeding is your platelets activating at that level of injury and saying, hey, you know what? Stop the presses, clot this area here so he can stop bleeding, right? So platelets are very important. So that's your CBC. CMP does your next testing, right? So, and the CBC can be interchangeable because some, some doctors will get a BMP. I like a CMP, right? So the CMP is a complete metabolic panel. And the reason why that's important, right? There's a lot of different things that occur in the CMP that I think like, like that's why I always get the CMP. Uh, one, uh, your electrolytes. And I'm talking about sodium, potassium, chloride, 
bicarb. A lot of your electrolytes are located in the CMP, right? So if I want to know how your sodium, how your potassium is doing, especially if I have you on certain medications that may be getting rid of your sodium and potassium, aka my diuretics, my water pills, like I want to test and make sure that like I'm not doing too good of a job. More importantly, your kidney function, your BUN and your creatinine is also located in your CMP and BMP. The reason why I like a CMP because the CMP also includes uh, your glucose, which the BMP does, but it also includes your liver function enzymes because not only do I want to know how your electrolytes are functioning, not only do I want to know how your kidney is functioning, I want to know how the liver is functioning. There's a lot of diseases that we diagnose strictly based off the CMP. And again, so that's why a lot of times, you know, you guys may go to your doctor and you see that they ordered these battery tests and you're like, ah, they're just ordering tests for no reason. Trust me, every single test has level of importance that we try to stress. Um, uh, the next one is your A1C, right? So most people may not get your A1C, right? But A1C is important if you are a diabetic. What does the A1C do? The A1C tells me how good you've been, right, for the past three months, right? And by say good you've been, for my patients who are diabetic, if their blood sugar is controlled, again, if they're, you know, documenting, again, and that may be one of the questions we ask during your annual visit, how well has your blood sugar been? How's it in the morning? How's it in the evening? How's it afternoon? Like we, and a lot of times your patients be like, oh, my, my blood sugar has been great, phenomenal. And then I get this A1C and this A1C is back is like 10 or 12. Normal is below seven, right? So if you're above seven, you're a diabetic, right? If below seven, you're okay, right? So like the A1C will tell me if you've been doing a very good job controlling your blood sugar or not, because it actually will give me an average of how you will, your blood sugar has been for the past three months. So we love the A1C, the lipid panel. Uh, most people are pretty aware of the lipid panel. That is your cholesterol, right? And again, atorvastatin, right? Those statin medications are one of the more, one of the most prescribed medications in the world, right? And why is it? Because we get a test like the lipid panel to see how well your cholesterol is. And we know if your cholesterol isn't good, your risk factors for coronary disease, vascular disease goes up through the roof, right? So that's why we always try to control um, your uh, cholesterol, not only with medication. Again, diet is important. Like I said, a lot of your annual uh, wellness visit is more education, education. But like, I want to make sure we, we hit home some of these blood counts as well. Um, if you have any endocrine related stuff, your your thyroid uh, is another test that we do is a pretty common test as well too, just to make sure your thyroid is functioning. And you'd be surprised when your thyroid is abnormal, especially that TSHS, when your TSH test is abnormal, you'd be surprised how many other things could be abnormal. Your platelet count could be abnormal. Your cholesterol panel could be abnormal. Your A1C could be abnormal. So having a functioning thyroid um, and a, a more and a proper within limits is extremely important. Um, and environment D is another one as well too. Typically, again, this is where I start talking about when I say it's gender and age. If you're older in age, we know that the vitamin D, even though I think it gets a lot of fanfare now, vitamin D is very important because we know people with a low vitamin D, their risk for having fractures increases, especially after like a regular fall. And as as I'm getting older and I'm taking care of older patients, one of the more important things that I'm stressing, stressing, stressing is making sure they have proper body mechanics, making sure they're walking well, making sure there's no obstacles when they're walking around their house. Because I know if they fall and their vitamin D and all these other, you know, calcium, those things aren't correct. All of a sudden, a regular fall for them now means a broken hip. And we know mortality rate increases uh, for patients with abnormal 
you know, electrolyte level, especially the vitamin D and calcium, right? So, and there's, and there's, trust me, there's a slew of tests that your doctor may order, especially depending on, you know, what type of disease process you may be having. So again, these are just kind of like, this is like the bread and butter, right? Like these right here, this is the bread and butter of testing, right? Like if you're going to get your annual checkup, your doctor should be ordering this test. And if they don't order this test, you got to ask them why, right? Again, maybe you don't need an A1C because you're not a diabetic, right? So I don't expect them to order an A1C if you're not diabetic. But a lot of these other tests are pretty bread and butter and gives the doctors and us, oh, and one thing I totally forgot, I didn't, I didn't write it down. Um, in fact, let's... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully you can see that's in blue. Hopefully you can see that. So that's the UA. That is a urine analysis. Again, that is the P test. One of the more important tests, like it's not only is it one of the more important tests, it's a cheap test too. Because you'd be surprised how many people that just by doing the urine analysis, I can see that like, oh, they're diabetic or, or they're having kidney problems. Like all of a sudden, this urine test that you think is just like, oh, they're just making me pee in the cup. No, it's extremely important uh, for us to be able to diagnose diagnose diseases across the board here. So yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot that because that's definitely a test. You better not be leaving your doctor's office without because if you're a diabetic, you best, we best want to know how well you're doing, right? Because if you're diabetic and it's causing problems to the kidneys, guess what? You start spilling your sugar into the urine. Guess what? We can check that. If you're having kidney problems, guess what? You start spilling proteins in the urine. Guess what? We can check that. If you have blood in your urine, right? Maybe you're having some, again, I've, I've diagnose cancer based off your analysis, right? So again, we don't want to, I don't want to sugarcoat, right? Or hyperbolize that this is the most important test, right? But this is definitely one of the more important tests, especially because it's one of the cheaper tests that you can do that everyone can kind of get. So again, that is my battery of testing here, um, especially from a lab perspective. Like I said, I like to get, especially if you're of age, I like to get like a baseline EKG, as well, just to make sure that heart is functioning, make sure there's nothing I'm missing there. Um, if you have a history of smoking, we may get a chest x-ray, make sure we, and the guidelines actually show that um, if you're of age, um, I can even order a CAT scan, which is a much more detailed uh, picture of your lungs, just to make sure we don't miss colon cancer, I mean, uh, colon, lung cancer, right? And then we talked about uh, some diagnostic imaging, such as colonoscopies as well, too, especially if you're at the age of 40, right? Or if you have some family history that may cause you to go a little bit earlier, right? So again, this is your annual, let me I'll move this out of the way. This is your this is your annual uh, visit, right? Like I said, a lot of things go down on the annual visit. And I know COVID has really, I know COVID has really put a lot of things in the back burner, but I don't want that to occur. Not with you, right? Like I don't want you to, you know, miss up and, you know, take the wrong medications or stop taking your blood pressure medications because you don't think it's doing anything to you, right? Like again, uh, we, we talked about blood pressure on, on the last Monday, um, uh, Medicine Mondays, right? We know how important that is, right? So um, the annual checkup is just as important, right? And that's why I'm here to stress it again. Make sure if you have not gotten your annual checkup and you have the opportunity to get your annual checkup, Make sure you get that done. If you, if you, let's say you don't have a primary care physician, you know, go to your local health department as well to, right? Just get these annual, because again, it's, it's nothing is more disheartening, right? Than me having to, especially in a hospital setting, me having to diagnose a person with a heart attack, diagnose a person with cancer, diagnose a person with kidney failure, all of these things there that could have been, that could have been caught if they just had like a regular checkup five years, 10 years down the line, right? Nothing is more depressing in a physician, especially one who works in a hospital setting um, eyes uh, if by, by us missing it, right? Because that is a system problem, 
right? Like that's not a you problem. That's a system problem. Some some part in the system messed up that we didn't catch you in time. And unfortunately now, right, you know, things may be too late, right? Now your kidneys may be gone. Your liver may be gone. Like, like we got to do better, right? And so that's why, again, that's why I wanted to stress this week, get your annual checkup, especially if you hadn't got one. I was talking to a friend of mine um, and I asked them like, hey, especially because, and they're around my age, right? So I'm like, hey, did you get your, did you get your wellness check yet? Like, no, I haven't got it yet. You know, you know, start giving me some excuses, right? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. Get your annual checkup, like ASAP, need it done, right? Because again, it's, 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 uh, like I said, especially in, in the career field, right? Where, you know, you can work, 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 but he don't take care of help. It don't matter. Look at Steve Jobs, right? You know, creator of Apple, right? Like he can work, 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 but unfortunately still succumb to some medical related diseases, right? Health, health, health is super important. Obviously, like that's why I'm here to talk about it. So you guys be blessed. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support. Just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode. Hope you were empowered by today's episode. Please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode. And if you have not already done so, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review. Leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Medical Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv, it's very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod to 44222. And you'll be on the listserv. You'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out. You'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because I usually tell my listserv members, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is the guest that you should expect to hear for the week on. Thanks, guys. You have a blessed day, and I'm going to see you guys next week.